Hey guys, it's Kathy Oliver and Jen Mays. And we are the Flower Girls. Woohoo! All right, hey. so we're like stretching this terpene thing out, aren't we? Uh, I don't want to bore people, but you got to know about no, terpenes. No, but you know what? It's, it's so exciting. much good information. If we tried to cram it all into one, we'd be doing, we would be doing we a serious disservice. Able. We haven't been able to yet. Even well. just, I'm like, oh, it'll be two minutes. But there's so much. It really is. It and is. people need to know you gotta this. you got to break it down. Right? People need to know it's this. It's a manageable bite. It's like an elephant. Like an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? <laughs> How do you, I give up. How do you eat an elephant? <laughs> you already know this. I don't. <laughs> Your life is about it. <laughs> One bite at a time. Oh, is that an actual joke? I think it's like a roomy prophecy slash something. Okay. I'm not sure. Blah, blah. Everything I said was wrong, but I think that saying has been around a while. All right. Well, he, okay. Here's, I've had several true confessions throughout the podcast. Here's another one. Ooh. One of my favorite bo- books growing up was called 101 Elephant Jokes. <laughs> you you a- didn't know how to eat elephant. <laughs> okay. Maybe that was in it. I'm sure that was at least in the <laughs> 101. Number one. But yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, anyway. Now sorry. I'm going to look for that book later. Oh, it was a great book. I can picture the cover and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a book So nerd. anyway, one bite at a time. Right. So, okay. So. so we ended last time talking about mercine. Sedative. And, yeah, lemony, really good things about mercine. Cool. And so I've talked about signature strains for all of them. So the signature strain for mercine is, and we're both familiar with this one, is OG Kush. Yeah. Does OG stand for ocean grown? I have no idea. I have heard that it does, but we're in Maryland we with the up? Chesapeake Bay. So I ocean so grown. It could Wait, just be what? like my you know, does OG stand for ocean grown? No one prop maybe cares about this but me. But when I see an OG Kush uh, original gangster. Oh. So ocean grown from the Chesapeake Bay or original gangster from what? Ocean City. Baltimore, the <laughs> Chesapeake Bay, just the oh. inner harbor with more expensive boats. It's still Baltimore though. Did you know I think Baltimore is like the top ten most violent cities in the United States? Yeah, that's why I'm like I am. Oh I'm sure it's scary, in our DNA. Stuff. I'm sure I'm a native. I'm look, I'm from Pennsylvania, so I can't ah! claim any of this. Can you guys swim up there? What's going on? Where's your water? Hey, hey, you know what? Rednecks unite. I'm just Do you saying. like that green salsa with your crab cakes? That's my Wait, favorite Pennsylvania question. What? I'm you sorry, don't like I don't crab eat crab cakes. Do you like Old Bay? No, <gasps> I'm from Pennsylvania. What do you like? That shoe fly pie is good though. That shoe fly Thank pie you is for that really pie. good. Because I gotta say, what is that molasses and oh it's just, we ate that whole pie. Pat and I were eating a pie. You know what? <laughs> you know it was what? like in the middle. It wasn't over clingy. It was, <clears throat> man, that was good. And because those I'm gluten-free, Shady Maple, for those of you who know Shady Maple. Is it gluten-free? Oh, my gosh. They have is a, it Amish and gluten-free? Yes. Yes. So they have a great, great buffet. This restaurant Where is, is amazing. It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm. But those Amish ladies so in know the, how to cook. So in Lancaster, in the city of Lancaster, they okay. have this county market or this market. And in this market, Shady Maple has a stall and they sell these gluten free shoe fly pies and they are amazing. The one I got was amazing. I, I ate really it while I was walking it. through the town. That's how good so it was. So good. Yeah. Yikes. So. And it's not like chocolate or cinnamon or maple, really. It's like sweet in between. But, ah, oh, the texture. 
It's a really a national treasure, I would say. <laughs> so let's, let's have a moment. <laughs> Especially if you smoke a yeah. strain that causes the munchies. Then you would definitely be worshiping. Oh, shoot my pie with some whipped cream. Oh. Oh, okay. Hey, I th- anyway. I think Sour Diesel has that addition to it. Yeah. The Sativa okay. Linis. Wait, we're on Indica Linis. All right. So, so the next one I want to talk about is linalool. Yeah, I'm very interested in this one. I know zero about it minimal but i'm very interested so so the cannabis plants that smell like flowers contain this terpene did you know that the ones that are the ones that smell like flowers yeah i could so that's good to know so it's like the scent is floral lavender clary sage that's an essential oil um and hops actually that's hops as well that's because we like beer (laughs) well yeah there's it does keep coming up doesn't it um, it's found primarily in lavender, but it's also mm. present in dozens of other flowering plants. Mm. So some of the really cool things about linalool is it's anti-epileptic, anti-convulsive. That's nice. It's a pain reliever, um, anti-inflammatory, which again, inflammation is the root of all evil. Everything. All and it reduces mean. stress and anxiety. So it's sedating, anti-anxiety, it's pain mm-hmm. relieving, and... Um, it's crucial in the production of vitamin E. I did not know that. I wonder if lavender is. I feel like lin- linalool and lavender almost kind of go hand in hand. LL mm-hmm. and the relaxing components yep. of yep. lavender is amazing for that. And you know, and right, and a go-to. I still yep. I use lavender all the time still. And interestingly, with linalool, it actually increases the serotonin receptor transmission, which allows it to act as a natural <gasps> sed- sedative or antidepressant. Actually, we've just been looking into that. Yeah. And you can actually use this one topically, and that's used for acne, and it actually is used mm-hmm. to treat burns. That makes a lot of sense. I use lavender oil, like straight-up lavender, mm-hmm. a good quality lavender oil, on pet um, bites all yeah. the time. Yeah, lavender so, I use more like the colloidal silver or something for cuts and scratches, but... And on Pat, too. Sorry, Pat. But, like, spider bites or he's, for some reason, he's just bug-flavored. So if he goes out and weed eats, he comes home with, like, a thousand dots. And I can take my lavender, which makes me think about the linalool, and just, by my finger, just put them in each dot, and they're gone in the morning. Lavender Lavender and that whole terpene profile is really powerful. So just a little bit more about linalool, because I think it's, again, it's one of my top three, right? So it is one of the oldest sedatives in recorded history. Mm. As I said, it provides the anti-anxiety, antidepressant effects, pain relief, and also acts as a muscle relaxant. But it's it's actually, linalool, interestingly enough, has been studied many times in the medical community, and it produces a wide array of promising results, especially when it comes to neurological health. So again, you're pulling in the antidepressant, the anti-anxiety, right? That's all mm-hmm. mental health. Body See? and mind. Yep. Combination. Is so even with linalool, the signature strain, amnesia haze. I remember Amnesia Haze hasn't been out around here, I don't think, in a little while. But when the dispensaries first opened, I remember it was out and profiling that strain. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it was really. I think really that's good. a nice hybrid, right? Yep. Yeah. With with you know, maybe a nap at the end of it, if you, depending on your dosage <laughs> requirements. 
So I have one more favorite indica-leaning one. Do you want me to go into that, or do you want to talk about your... No, no, no. I, I'm really trying to get indica, so I'd like to learn a little bit more about them. All right. And so, I like the amnesia haze, so I'm there. So, okay, this is my... Actually, I'm saving the best for last, okay? Okay. But <laughs> there's some question as to how you pronounce it. Uh-oh. So it's caryophylline. Oh, yeah. Caryophylline. And I think there are two other ways, but it's... I like carophylline only because I can... It's a long word. And when you're standing there in the dispenser and you're like, I'm interested in... Right. Caryophylline. However the spirit leads you. Yeah, usually the dispensary agent will like step in for you as soon as they hear it. It's very commonly mispronounced. When I immediately go into my, oh, gosh, well, there's so many different ways to say it. How do you say it? I know. (laughs) Yuck, yuck. But you know what? And that is true, though. So Kind of breaking the ice. You can pronounce it many ways. The effects of it, I look for it. I do look for it, and I don't know if it's intuition, and I know very little about it. Some. Mm-hmm. Not much. Oh, this is, I, I just think this is. Is it your favorite? It, it, it is. It is. I look for it, too. So this is actually the only terpene to interact with the body's CB2 receptors. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. Right? Its healing properties include anti-inflammation, pain relieving, sedation, and a muscle relaxant. Yeah. I mean, yes, to all of those. Check, yeah. check, check. Especially in the evening. Yeah. <clears throat> it all there's also evidence that it provides a safe and natural gastric protection. Who yeah. doesn't have gut issues these days? I'm so just recently. I just started to look at the CBG mm-hmm. and the stomach distress relieving, and the dispensary agent literally said to me point blank, everyone uses this for their stomach. Yeah. And I was like, great. And it's a micro, I chose a microdosing product, but it has caryophylline and CBG. Yeah. For stomach, amazing. Thirty minutes gone. So you know what? People would come to me Thomas. and say, "Hey, I have I have uh, GI issues." Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing I say, CBG, right, oh, and caryophylline. It's amazing. And number two, turn off the news. Oh yeah, stress. Serious. You Seriously. know this you world has gone kind of batshit crazy, it's right? Clown world. Let's face it, it has. Clown world. It's too much for me. We don't watch the news very much, so. Not unless it, it helps, though, right? What I do do is come over to my friend's house and say, "Hey, what's going on with that?" Like I just did to you guys five <laughs> minutes before this started. What do you know? And then you're like, "Blah blah," and I'm like, "Yep, that's really all I need to know. I'm good." Because of the drama, it's really upsetting to your stomach and your gut. It really is. Really, really yeah. is. I think that's where it hits us first, almost. So it, going back to caryophylline or caryophylline or I like them all. Whichever, I haven't heard yeah. the way that you know I what would, I mean. Uh, yeah. So you can find this in other plants, such as black pepper, mm. cinnamon leaves, cloves, oregano, and Thai basil. We use all those. Yep. So they're kind of have like a general relaxation, those mm-hmm. herbs that you might use in your cooking, too. Right. Interesting. And I know... Oregano oil is a great natural antibiotic as well. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed by oregano. I've yeah. become increasingly yeah. amazed. Uh, the antibiotic properties of that, too. 
That's interesting. I'll have to check out uh, <laughs> Carofaline. <laughs> I'm going to choose that one this time. Right. I'm going gonna, um, gonna to check that out a little bit more. I'll look See, into it. You know, there have been a lot of studies done, actually, on this particular terpene, which is, again, I really think this is the granddaddy of all terpenes. Just my opinion, What's my humble favorite? opinion. But the it has shown such, there have been studies that have shown such potential in its treating of anxiety and depression with all the dangerous side effects of your big pharma so, treatments, so, right? Yeah, you can try the antidepressants. I don't know. You know, we I can't say that we haven't because we have. And, um, wow, the stomach issues for like two weeks, the, I don't know, dizziness, yeah. all, and actually vision, permanent vision damage. When I looked at the side effects of some of them, 72% of the people, you know, never regain their vision damage back. Right. So 72% yeah. people is us. Like we're definitely going to that. Yeah. So I, yeah. So, and that's what the synthetic, like antidepressants, I, Really, really still support this way. Yeah. I do. You got to be careful. I'm conservative, but I think you can heal a lot of things with that. That's interesting. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And the other, really, what I think is really cool about this is that it's one of the first cannabis-based compounds outside of THC, CBN, and CBG, CBG, excuse me, shown to interact directly with our endocannabinoid system. Yeah, they're all good So it works independently with our... With our mm-hmm. endocannabinoid system, which, which everyone has. again then leads me to my next point of why I love this one so much is <clears throat> so it's anti nausea, which is great for people going through cancer treatments, right? Yeah. So it helps protect the cells in the, your digestive tract. But this is actually seen as a viable candidate for a new chemotherapy drug. <sighs> wow. And it is hev- so heavily studied right now because it's so powerful that it could threaten existing pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. Mike. Drop. I know. I right? hope it goes through. That's the kind of stuff I and would I'm like. I'm sorry, what are the side effects? Nothing. None. Well, and even nausea. Like I was saying, even if you're trying a new antidepressant, you have nausea. You could smoke a strain that had a little carophylline in it, and maybe right. you wouldn't be so nauseated. You right. could go to work the next day. It just is, fits in a lot of ways that I can think people are living their daily lives. Yeah. That's it's- so interesting. Um, yeah, you know, we could get into chemo later. Yeah. But in the signature strain? Girl Scout cookies, the best one of my strain favorites. Ever. It's the best strain ever. Yeah. Is that a classic? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, me too. All right. So, yeah, Girl Scout cookies. Is an amazing strain. Is an amazing strain. Classic. Right. Love it. So that was the last of my top three. So. Okay. On Indicas. Yeah. So just to wrap it up, since we were, you know, kind of talking about the differences between sativas more cerebral and stimulating, and then indicas, more relaxing body pain, Mm -hmm. you know, that thing. So just to wrap it up with the last sativa terpene that I thought was interesting, a friend just brought it up recently, and I didn't know much about it, so I wanted to look at it, and then I realized that it was the main terpene in my very favorite strain, tie lights, Um, wouldn't be without it. For me, um, the Terpinoline, terpene, so it sounds just like terpene, um, is, again, anti-carcinogenic, antifungal, antibacterial, um, antioxidant. I feel like what interested me about it was that it um, also still kind of was part of that 
entourage effect where mm. they can combine together yeah. to create like a synergetic, depending on what your body needs. Um, I felt like it, you know, after reading a few articles about it, kind of enhanced the THC and CBD actions mm -hmm. as like a healing helper. Yep. I don't know. I'm, you know, again, not a doctor. Don't quote me, but I like that about it, the tropinaline, and I saw that it was in, you know, one or two of my very favorite strains, and I do get a lot of relief in a general variety <laughs> way, or that wouldn't be my favorite strain. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, because um, in 2013, there was this research paper done on that that mm -hmm. characterized it its effect on mice, anyway, as sedating. But you talked mm -hmm. about the entourage effect, right? So there was this. Um, there have been more so subjective reports that suggest that it's actually stimulating, mm -hmm. which is due to its combination with THC, right? So, so there's the yeah. entourage effect. Entourage, and yep. to me, I don't know. I know we're, this is kind of like really mixing it up for like people who have been using cannabis, and new people are probably like what um, that hybrid. Like you said, entourage effect when you start mixing sativa and indica terpenes, maybe could heal a lot of things. Yeah. Well, we've said in pre like a previous a episode that the best combination for pain is oh. a THC CBD combination. Yeah, I agree. I'm a CBD fan, yeah. but when you add, just I said, even I just found this really awesome CBG product by Tablet, which I'm not isn't normally my go-to but with 2.5 milligrams of thc which is almost nothing it completely in 30 minutes fixed my gut issue amazing See? it's, it's amazing. A cbg right yeah yep. it's amazing i love cbg never get over it so anyway this has <laughs> been kind of a nice synopsis on terpenes in general yeah, yeah. there's general. a lot of information on terpenes yeah sativas indicas <clears throat> Three indica terpenes and yeah. kind of what they do. Three sativa terpenes and kind of what they do. Yep. Maybe we'll talk about terpenes more, yeah. get into the entourage, but maybe have a guest. Maybe RSO. There's so RSO. many ways we can I'm go. interested, since I just heard recently, like as in today, that RSOs and terpenes and this kind of a whole different shebang, I didn't know about that, and I'm using RSO only twice a week, and I'm, the tiniest amount is insane. It's mm. so crazy. It's like a half a piece of rice. It's amazing to me that that can be that concentrated in healing while you sleep. Oh. Twice a week, I'm using that RSO, that Cherry Gorilla. Very, very impressed. You know, I just did some cancer coaching this morning, and I first thing, one of the first things I always talk about is RSO. Really? Absolutely. I, know. I mean, it's we saw what it did for our son. It's very healing. You know what? And, I, and there's just... At least pain relieving. I, I just... Really covers it. I'm going to put it out there that if I was diagnosed with cancer, that would be the first thing I would do. Yeah. I would get on an RSO regimen. Immediately. Absolutely. Immediately. Figure it out. Ter I think, and regardless I think what else I would do, like, but that would be the first thing. I think it would take two days <clears> to, in <throat> general... For here and there, looking online, have you really devoted two days of your life to checking out, you know, what types? I, yeah. well, I don't know. We have to talk about RSOs and yeah. terpenes, though, because I'm kind of confused yeah. about that. So, so how about next episode? That we might do be the next episode. RSO and or guest. Maybe we could get, like, an expert RSO guest because oh. <laughs> we don't know anything about it. Hey. <laughs> a little bit. 
Yeah, we do. We know more than or we think we do. Or we can discuss it, and then maybe, you know, yeah. we can lure someone to come hey, help us along. You know what? We'd love to have you join us, whatever we decide to do next time. Yep. Thanks so, for stopping by. Yeah, have a great one. Bye.